0: happy monday everybody and welcome back to brown bag vets powered by bets birds your daily dose of picket handicapping and sports betting picks i'm Alex christensen and joining me as always is mr andy molyner and i don't feel too bad andy because i made sure to caveat that i had no idea what i was talking about but it's been a while but since i blew up my bracket on the first weekend but baylor's gone i was gone heck i got texas tech left but not much else how about you
1: Yeah, I didn't do a lot of bracket contests. I got so busy with content. Like I didn't even enter the company one. I feel bad because usually I have a, I actually created a a folder on my, you know, on my Chrome that has all the places to log in like ESPN and Yahoo and CBS and carbon contests and the free one here and the free one there. Like, you know, uh, I think last year I entered, just an obscene amount i just didn't get in any really the only one i did get in was the i think i mentioned it you throw in a 100 bucks 32 guys get two teams each and i ended up with davidson and richmond and you need to get i think at least to the elite eight to get your money back so threw away the cash on that one last year was good though i had usc and somebody else who made it back i made a little money last year so i'm uh, down lifetime for sure on bracket leagues although uh One year, there was one year where I had like a good one and it was so much fun. It's like, I'm in, you know, in the money in every one of them. And I think that one year will probably keep me coming back for the rest of my life. Otherwise, uh, yeah, it was a good weekend. Some good basketball for sure. It was a lot of fun. I mean,
0: Friday, the Friday early slate was pretty brutal. Um, It was tough sledding on Friday. Hopefully you skip those early games. But overall, there were some fun matchups, a lot of comebacks. Did we have a buzzer beater? I don't know. Not I really. We'll I know
1: one. you I can bet on did. that too. They have props for buzzer beaters, overtimes. Um, right. Is this how
0: many buzzer beaters or will there be a buzzer beater?
1: I'm but not I sure. We'll I, one. I don't think we had one. That's kind of annoying. No true buzzer beaters yet, Dan says. And yeah, the, the uh, 12 to 5 system or 12 to 15 system did very well on Thursday. And then I debated, like, you know, I also said if, if it doesn't do good on Thursday, I'll double my units. Like I might have to throw in a caveat. If it does that well and you get a massive one and two other middle sized ones, you should almost have your units for the next day because um, sometimes sometimes you just run out of upsets. And I really think um, a couple of them probably were close. I think Akron and one other team, we had some we had some higher seeds. Up late that kind of uh, fell on it so it would have been cool to get a couple more but overall after the first day of that if you just flat bet those 16 games you were profitable no matter what thanks to our friends and the small little school of St. Peter's and over right across the river from you yeah, I think it's Jersey City is where it's located so it's not terribly it's close closer to New York or, yeah, yeah I think it's right across the bridge from the city so little uh, St. Peter's doing us right there's always one and I said this, I said said this to somebody, this is why I bet him blind, because I would have never picked St. Peter's out of all the 15s. Like <laughs> they had such a brutal matchup. And just uh, somebody plays their 99 percentile game against a bad team or a good team playing bad that day, and shit happens. So a lot of fun there. And then also I've I've been just firing off. I've stayed away from totals. I think these are a little tougher for me to get a grasp on without spending a lot of time on it um in these neutral arenas with the weird matchups and stuff so I've only been on sides and funny enough as much as I avoid the major conferences I think I'm only winning bets in the March Madness tournament like anything I've tried in CBI or um the CIT or the other stuff have gone kind of bad like Saturday was two and two and both of the wins were in the big tournament with major teams so I don't know today today is uh going to be the tester for that because there is no march madness we only have the smaller conferences stuff i do have one bet for today i'll talk about later uh before we get into too much stuff what was i going to mention oh it's f1 it's coming over to four for four dan producer dan is going to be working on some four uh f1 stuff look for that i think it is three eastern over on their youtube channel yeah, they are gonna do some four four for Formula One. I'm sure. Check in the chat; he'll type some stuff up there, and we'll post it for three p.m. Eastern. Four for Formula One show. Otherwise, yeah, it was a it was a packed weekend with that, with golf, with I mean, just your normal sports. We have the NHL trade deadline today. I'm gonna to have Matt in tomorrow to talk about that, and the golf. It is double golf week. Double golf for we have an alternate event. So be, because this, the match play, Alex, you're familiar. So oh, I love that yeah, match play. if your, if your bracket is broke, broke busted, I think they call it actually, I'm going to call it broke. If your bracket is broke, there's a new one. There's a match play bracket. It'll be revealed. Uh, Noon and I are going to do a show here over in about an hour over. to go over that. So they are going to put together a bracket with 64 golfers. Just like march madness this is fun you can actually go over to the pga website we created a group that you can play in if you want it for free i think we're going to give away a a free sub to bed golf for somebody who wins the bracket but uh, we're going to go over that in about an hour it's very fun but the fact that they only take 64 golfers means there is an alternate event field heading to the dominican republic these poor professional golfers have to go to a resort in dominica and play golf on this beautiful beautiful Punta Cana Corrales so I'll go over both of those as we get through the week I don't have anything really yet if you do get a chance to get over into the discord there's a free discord right now on Betsports Golf I'm gonna if you're in the Betsports if you're in the deep dive discord I'm gonna send a link in there to the golf discord if you want to go in there there's anything we play and just golf talking stuff but for now I'm just passing on it today and uh, we'll talk more about it probably Tuesday and Wednesday for sure.
0: I can dig it. Double golf event. I mean, I'm used to having multiple tennis events, so I'm curious to see how you handle multiple golf events. I mean, you got different courses, different locations. Are, are you ready? Do you feel, I mean, have you handled Not, a
1: situation like this before? I've 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 handled it. Not only this, Alex, but <clears throat> because it takes long enough to run a tournament of that size, you can't have these guys playing, you know, 72 holes a day. They have to start Wednesday on the match play. So, can't get a normal week. We only have two days before this starts. The other one in the Dominica, the Dominican Republic. I call it Dominica. I think that's just the island. That one starts normal. That's a Thursday morning East Coast start. So Wednesday start for match play to get it all fit in. But until then, we'll be betting on basketball, I guess. And we'll start with the NBA as, boy, here's here's a number I didn't expect to see. I don't know who they're playing. So... <laughs> I don't know. Let me let, let's pull up this and I'll do guesses because I haven't che- cheated yet. If the Pistons are favored by this much, it means they're playing the Trailblazers.
0: Very good, Andy. And that will be our first NBA bet of tonight. We're in we're in the home stretch here. There's about 12 games left in the season. The standings are starting to tighten up a little bit. Looks like the Lakers will get into the play-in game. Curious to see if they can get ahead of the Pelicans to get to nine. But things are starting to firm up. You've got the Nuggets and Timberwolves fighting for that number six spot in the West. Things in the East starting to sit a little bit. The Bucks, Sixers, and Celtics kind of fighting for two, three, and four there. The Raptors trying to hold, seeing if they can sneak up to the Cavaliers at six. And then the Hawks, you know, Pretty solidly there. It looks like things are starting to form up. But a couple games tonight, uh, two picks that I like, actually nine games overall. And Andy was correct. The Detroit Pistons, not only to be seven-point favorites, but seven-point favorites I I deem worthy of betting on are playing the – the portland trailblazers now jeremy grant is questionable i believe leading towards out i don't love that but even with him not in the game i have the pistons here close to double digit favorites i mean portland has been terrible they've just been getting blown out i mean i've, I've said it once i've said it before I've been, maybe one of these days andy i'll have a little game for you how many of these people are actual portland trailblazers and we'll just have a list of random names and you can try to well, them be out.
1: so bad at that it would be
0: so bad the Pistons, again, having a nice end of the season here. Kate Cunningham is really starting to blossom and flourish a little bit. I'm kind of excited to see what his sophomore leap is going to be like next year, but really like this spot here for the Pistons. And, again, also a bad spot for the Blazers as well travel-wise. So I'll we'll lay the seven with the Pistons. Looks like that's at the seven and a half. Anything eight or better looks good to me. And then the Boston Celtics, team total over 115 here. They're 15-point favorites in Oklahoma City, which means they'd be close to like 18, 19-point favorites if they were at home. Uh, Oklahoma City now rivaling Portland for the worst roster in the league, depending on whether or not Shea Gildress Alexander is on the floor. Looks like he might play tonight. Overall, just teams have just been running over this Thunder team. I'm a little concerned about Boston covering such a big number in a spot where you know, maybe they might not be entirely engaged, but I don't see how they get anything less than 116, 117 points tonight. I am close to 118, almost 119. Thought about betting the full game over, but again, not knowing with uh, Shea Gilders alexander being in, being out, what to expect from Oklahoma City. So happy here to just take a Celtics team total over 115. Again, a number they've gone over a bunch of times over this last month as they continue to play at a high offensive efficiency um, and generally only struggle against better defenses. And That's not what the Thunder are tonight. So Pistons minus 7, Celtics team total over 115.
1: Yeah, I was going to say that was my second guess. <clears throat> if you told me the Pistons were not playing Portland, I would have said, okay, I think I would have said, okay, see next. I think that maybe the Magic third, I'm not sure. Although I did take a look at the standings yesterday because I wanted to see, I just, uh, my daughter again is so into the Timberwolves now and she's always telling me the score. And then she told me like, uh, you know, the recent scores. And I'm like, and we have to be pushing it. And if you look, I believe the Timberwolves would not be in a play-in tournament at this very moment. Again, twelve or so games left for everybody, and it's very tight. I think they actually have the same record as the Nuggets, who are sitting in the seven. They do. It's they just have the a tiebreaker. Tiebreaker. Is that <clears throat> is that locked in? Like, is there a game left that could swing that or I don't know if they play play
0: each other. There's a game left. Let me check the schedule and see. But yeah, I mean, the the Timberwolves are starting to lock themselves up into maybe a a playoff series with the Golden State Warriors. You can watch them. Steph Curry um, As as the Timberwolves put up a bunch of points here. But as I look through the schedule, no, no more games. I'm sorry, they do. There's one more game, Minnesota, Denver. It'll be in Denver Friday, April 1st. So that'll be a big game for that.
1: Yeah, the Timberwolves' schedule is not great. They have the Suns, the Celtics, the Mavericks, the Raptors, the Nuggets, and the Bulls yet to play. So that's going to be a, although a nice win, nice wins over the Spurs and, or excuse me, the Bucks and Lakers and Heat lately. And the, I mean the Spurs, whatever. That was a, I don't know what to make of a game where you give up one hundred and thirty nine and still cover. So. God bless uh, God bless the offense, at least. That one's fun. So I'm looking forward to that. And then, my other NBA question once in a while, I actually pay attention. I'm listening when you're talking NBA. What has been the, just seeing how Cade Cunningham's playing right now and thinking of what point we're in in the college basketball schedule? Like, he missed a bunch early in the season, right? He missed some games. Yeah. Like he's, he's pretty well rested at this point. He's not hitting some rookie wall playing like 65, 70 games at this point already.
0: Now, I have to go back and look. He missed a chunk of time. I'm trying to remember from when to when. But yeah, he's he's missed time throughout the season. Um, I'm trying to see how many games he's actually played, real quick. But uh, it's one of those things. I think people maybe so he's played 55 games already, much people more than probably over college that. season. But he's had some some misses here and there, and I think maybe it's a little overblown the difference between college and and kind of the NBA because even when they're not playing games every night, those guys are still training and doing other things. So. It obviously is a big leap, but I think you're right. There's been a little less effect for Cave, given that he's had some breaks during the season.
1: Yeah, and just, uh, it, this probably was a thing. Like, the rookie wall, it probably was a thing in the 80s and 90s, and to, you know, even 80s, 90s, and today I sound like a radio DJ. But, uh, you know, just with the leaps and bounds we've made with you know, whatever you want. It's not medicine, but like training. Like, the you know, the the investment teams, even college teams put into their training staff, you know, figuring out that these these players need to be doing a lot more in the weight room. And, and just, I mean, just probably even more cardio. It's just run some killers at the end of practice or whatever. But I, I think these guys are way more, you know, equipped to jump to the next level at this point. Maybe the rookie wall is uh, going the way of the way of the Dodo bird. Um, Speaking of the way of the Dodo bird, oh, I thought this is the Seahawks i betting the Seahawks. I thought it was a different bird, but UNCW. This is a tough game against Drake, honestly. I was a little hesitant to take this when the spreadsheet said this was a good look. It is a neutral site. I was a little worried this was a high seed situation if this were in Iowa. I probably wouldn't bet at this number, but this is a neutral site in a one of the lesser tournaments here. And UNCW, if you remember, was one of my favorite teams when I played the Colonial Athletic Association conference tournament. They were my outright pick at 11 to one. They made the finals, lost a very close game to Delaware, almost made the big dance. Like this was a team that was peaking. Yeah, Towson beat the tar out of them. Towson's very good, but they had nice wins over. It. Delaware Drexel a few other teams late in the season and it is a a nice slow paced team with a really good offense that just straight up doesn't turn the ball over so my favorite kind of team if you can shoot the ball you don't give the other team extra possessions on turnovers play well this would be gosh I mean both teams have done this but this is like their fifth straight game at a neutral so maybe a little travel weary they did play yesterday but it wasn't the same gym so they did get a big break in between that Delaware lost in the first game against VMI yesterday, which they decimated the cadets in the second. So, yeah. I, and, yeah, there's some sevens out there, Rick Daddy says. I'm guessing people like Drake. Drake's a, a known hey, quantity. Loves Drake. It's a name. It's a name people know. You know. Just he has the meme where he doesn't like something, and then he does like something. That's one of my favorites. So yeah. And it, <laughs> Sam Lipscomb brings up a good point to close here. Number one free throw defense in the CAA. Can't teach that. That is my favorite is to see like, uh, you know, the defensive stat for other teams shooting free throws against you. I mean, that's probably a, a strike against them. You know, if everybody shoots shitty against you for free throw shooting, like that's high variance, you know, end up winning some games by accident because you play a bunch of teams who don't hit their bunnies that day, or, you know, just, it might just be a bad, a bunch of bad teams and maybe a non-conference schedule that's conducive to that. So UNCW Seahawks today, my only bet, we'll have more tournament games as we get to more tournament games once we hit Thursday, for sure.
0: I can dig it. In the meantime, I guess we got to do something this afternoon. It's. I wonder if there's any sports on right now. Andy, can you think of anything that might be on right now?
1: But before you get to this, <laughs> did you watch? Uh, did you watch Taylor Fritz at all? I know you don't bet the man as much, but that was a that was something. Like, well, it was one of those where it's like it's right up your alley, Alex. It's NBA esque because they you know the morning reports. Taylor Fritz tests out ankle, doesn't think he can go, calls off practice. Calls off his warm up training session. Looks like they're just gonna hand the title. It's half NBA, half WWE, because <laughs> then we get to the match. And all of a sudden, out comes you know it's out comes there Taylor Fritz's fight. And then really it was it was Nadal whose shoulder looked like it was bothering him more than anything. And congrats because it has been since two thousand one that an American tennis player men's has won the uh, Indian Wells tournament that was Andrea I can see that's a long time ago that guy's been doing Canon commercials for the last 15 years so good job Taylor Fritz um what'd you think of the women's final
0: I got Shuantek continues to look really awesome um you know starting to clearly settle herself into I think maybe second best player here after Barty depending on how some of the other women are looking Overall, it was a decent tournament, disappointed in Bedosa, had her chances against Maria Zachary. Zachary makes the final, by the way, continues to just play better and better. But yeah, the men's final was how some men's finals ended up being. It wasn't quite that U.S. Open final with Team and Zverev. And both of them are just like on one leg out there trying to not fall over. But it was just a mess. But congratulations to Taylor Fritz. I mean, there's something to be said about survival in tennis. Some of these long tournaments, it really is a contest of will and and your physical ability to finish. So kudos to him for that.
1: Where are we headed? I know where we're headed now. This is like the only part of the tennis schedule that I know, like for sure what the next tournament is. We head to an NFL stadium, essentially. More or less. Miami. Um, We're going to Miami. The second half
0: of the Sunshine Double. Everybody leaves California, heads east. Again, that's a tough West to East travel spot, but, you know, we actually know. About all that they're all playing it together it doesn't really matter they'll be there for a handful of days anyway qualifying today and tomorrow the actual tournament i believe starts on wednesday there might actually be first round matches tomorrow i can't remember if tomorrow's just qualifying or not but we'll give out some outrights and stuff tomorrow as i figure all that out qualifying today a big qualifying field but overall just kind of a mess was able to find two spots that i liked though uh, both of these will be this afternoon looks like they're timed for right about 3 o'clock eastern or so again shouldn't be any earlier than that but we've got a couple hours here to get this in alexandra krunich a very talented player playing stephanie vogeli the problem here is krunich um really can struggle from time to time with consistency this is one of those spots handy where i'm betting on what i believe to be the more talented player who could just come out and miss every single shot but at this particular price i have this match closer to krunich minus 140 minus 145 in this spot vogeli an aging American player who, you know, is trying to fight her way into this event, might be able to qualify. But I honestly wonder if her time would be better spent at a smaller tournament trying to steal some ranking points down in the ITF ranks at this point. So like this spot for Krunich and think this is a good place for her and her game to beat Stephanie Vogeli. Uh, Daria Snyder, um, a really nice young player. Again, one of the many teenagers that's just super talented coming up. Play- goes against Harmony Tan. Tan has been playing some nice tennis, but I think starting to get a little too much credit here in a match that I have... a. Pretty much at a pick, on um, maybe we have Tan a slight favorite, but happy to take Snyder here at plus anything. There should be a plus one ten or so out there again. Both of these start this afternoon, right around three Eastern time, maybe a little bit later.
1: Oh, qualifying! These are the ones where I'm glad you said what time they are. So this is the so, most confusing. Okay, I just to. never, I never, I never adjust well because if you're doing qualifying, it means we've moved. And after, like, several days, I've gotten used to, like, the cadence of when tennis is. Because I do, even if I'm not betting on it, I still watch a lot of tennis. Like, I enjoy, honestly, I'll watch any sport, really. Um, When I've sat down to flip on golf and or basketball, whatever channel the TV was on last, the other day had the Six Nations rugby on. It was Ireland, Scotland. I ended up watching, like, the rest of the first half. I don't understand that at all. I was like googling penalties they were giving players. I didn't I still didn't quite understand, but good job, Ireland. They won that match. They did not win the tournament. They needed something else to happen. Very confusing. I'd rather watch the other things. Um oh, yeah, that's it. Did, it was it was cool. I could not do that. Those guys are just yoked. Like their shoulders are I don't know how they fit through
0: doors. They've been they're getting better and better at putting it on TV because it's a little tough because you have to kind of see the whole field. For anybody that hasn't seen 15s rugby, it's really quite a spectacle. I mean, I think a lot of people have seen sevens before, which is just like watching a heart attack. That's unbelievable the amount of sprinting and stuff they do there. But 15s is a lot of fun. And if you ever get a chance to watch some of the six nations while you're flipping through, pull it on for a little bit, if, if not only just to hear the accents of the announcers. I'm talking about Wales.
1: Yeah, no, yeah, the announcers for sh- for sure not from America. That was fun. The other thing I did uh, I did watch now that you got me on this tangent, flipping through, I ended up seeing women's polo, and I didn't realize how big that like field. Like polo
0: is. on the horses, not water yeah, polo. Yeah,
1: the the field is massive, like hundreds of yards long. I mean, they absolutely They're crack the it. It goes flying through the air, and it's like it makes it to like the halfway line. And they're trying to ride horses at the same time. That's a whole another disaster. But yeah, I think I think they should get more rugby on. That was enjoyable to watch. And I just didn't understand any of the strategy. So that was kind of annoying. We'll, uh, we'll get there. to you next time. Yeah, and, and that's the thing too. Like you have two different sports almost between sevens and fifteens because you have so few players on the field. And sevens is just like you said, a hectic mess. Whereas fifteens is a little more, you know, the, there's a, a rhyme and a reason to everything they do right away with the uh, how they set up these plays and it looks similar from play to play, but I enjoyed it. I don't think you can buy any rugby tickets, especially now that the sixes are over, but on prop swap, you can certainly get yourself some March madness tickets. You can unload yourself some March madness betting outright tickets. If you, uh, if you got yourself something through to the second weekend, get it listed on there. Maybe somebody can get you a decent price if you want to buy off instead of, you know, I get a lot of DMs this time of year. So how do I hedge out of this? Well, buddy, you got four more games, you don't. Unless it says a million to one, You ain't hedging at this point. You can sell the ticket on PropSwap, one of our sponsors, our title sponsor for today, where you can still get that 100% deposit match up to 500 bucks using promo code BetSpurts. Buy some tickets, sell some tickets, Check it out. Hit us up with any questions, and we'll catch you tomorrow only if you do hit the thumbs up in the YouTube chat. Yeah.